Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Intimacy Podcast for the Million Dollar Man. As always, I'm your host, Rhonda Farr, and today we are continuing the conversation about relationships, emotional work, intimacy, and so much more. I want to start this episode with an analogy that some of you may have already heard of. It's how we sometimes view the world and treat it like a vending machine. It's how we sometimes believe if we do all the right things, then we will receive more rewards for our good works. Some of you may have heard D. Todd Christofferson's thought on the cosmic vending machine that some religious believers have come to expect of God. He said, we ought not to think of God's plan as a cosmic vending machine where we, one, select the desired outcome that we want, then two, insert the required or believed sum of good works or effort, and then three, expect that all our desires will be promptly delivered to us. Now, whether we're religious or believe in God or not, so many of us do this. This is a very transactional way of looking at the world, a transactional way of being when we think of life as a vending machine. How many times have you heard somebody say, wow, why did such a bad thing happen to such a good person? When we think that if we are good or we do good things, that we will only have good rewards, that is like thinking the world is the cosmic vending machine. When we feel the desire invest some effort, and we expect that we get what we want, it can set us up for disappointment. Life doesn't always work in this transactional manner, as you may have noticed. Sometimes it does, but especially in relationships, it often doesn't. Often, when we are in relationships, they pressure us to grow. Relationships will shine the light on our own potential to mature. That's another way of saying relationships often shine the light on our weaknesses. Often we put the effort into a relationship and instead of getting the desired outcome from the other person that we want, we often receive an opportunity to change ourselves. When we grow ourselves, our capacity and abundance also grows. So a transactional vending machine approach often leaves us frustrated with the other person, and it even blocks our ability to achieve the higher, more aligned potential for ourselves, okay? So I wanna share a quick story with you, and, and this is just a simple story. Relationships aren't that simple. I want you to know that I know that in advance. But one time I was in Nashville, and it was pretty cold outside, and I was traveling with my mom, who has quite a bit of chronic pain, and the cold can make her pain worse. So I went out to the parking lot early in the morning. We were staying at um, a hotel together to warm up the car for her. Now, when I was outside early that morning, I saw some of the housekeeping ladies coming in to work. It was a Saturday, and I noticed that one of them was bringing her kids to work with her. And I immediately started thinking about what that might be like to have to get all the kids out of the house very early on a cold Saturday morning and bring all of them to work with me. We have just started summer break at the time of recording this podcast, and I will tell you, bringing all the kids to work with you is not a fun idea. So I think that's why it really stood out to me. And then when I went back inside the hotel to find my mom, I noticed that all the little kids were waiting with their plates in line for the free breakfast buffet. Now, I want to be completely transparent. I don't know the actual facts of this person's life and these kids' lives. I don't know the actual facts. 
But our brains are very good at making up stories. If you've worked it with me at all or listened to me for a while, you know that. Our brains make up a narrative about the facts that we see. And my brain started to make up a story about this woman and her kids, that she's working really hard to make ends meet. And these kids are going through some hardships that most of us will never have to consider. And that moment with that story running through my mind made me or inspired me to make a tiny shift in my being. From then on, I would be a person who was much more generous to housekeeping, no matter what. That's who I would be, whether I stayed one night or a week, whether they came in and gave me fresh towels or not. It didn't matter. Whether they need the money or not, I don't care. It's not about them. It's about something that I now do. I will be the person who will prepare for any travel, $20 bills in advance for the housekeepers. And I would start to leave them, not because of anything they did for me. I want to be very clear on that. Now, you guys, this was early in my business when this happened. I would give the money from my business money. And I was very um, very clear to myself that my husband didn't have to be on board with this. Nobody else had to be on board with this. This is my money and I'm going to give it in this way. And since this was before I was bringing in very much, and as some of you already know, I've had to overcome a lot of my own money stories. So even though I decided I was just going to prepare $20 bills to leave Um, for these housekeepers each time I go on vacation or wherever I go, it felt a little bit uncomfortable. As small an amount as that sounds, I had to remind myself that I was abundant. I was abundant in so many ways. I had to be very intentional about remembering why I wanted to be this person. I wasn't doing it for anybody else. It was for me. It's who I wanted to be. And as most of you know, when you think and act abundantly, you almost always receive more than you give. This was definitely true for me. And even though receiving was not the intention, it was the beginning of a very small but huge learning opportunity for me. How can it be small and huge? Small in action, small in a shift in my being, but it was a huge learning opportunity for me. I know interactions with random hotel housekeeping is not the same as your relationship in your marriage. I get that. But this changed the way I started to see everything. And I want you to think about being transactional versus changing your being in your relationships today. I want you to use this story just as a springboard. As I said, I know it's not the same, but let's draw some parallels here. As I began to change, it felt great to give this offering and to be more generous. As I began to change, I felt more abundant. As I began to change, the abundant mindset began to spill all over other areas of my life for positive change in other things, in other relationships. It also began to grow my capacity both my capacity for giving, but also my capacity to receive when that opportunity did arise. I don't know if it makes a difference in anybody else's life, the people who find this money. My brain likes to make up a story that it makes them happy for a moment, but I really don't know. But I can tell you is it changed me. I am that person because I chose to be. 
not because of how it would affect them, not because uh, they provided me with anything. And you guys, I want you to know, there were times when this actually was tested. Um, I had to decide, can I leave this money, multiple amounts of money? Can I do it when they forget my room? Can I do it when they say something um, is going to happen and they don't follow through with it? Can I leave this money when they don't even acknowledge me? (laughs) The universe will test us. If this was a transactional offering, I would only leave the tip when I felt like I got what I wanted. Now, again, I realize this is a super small offering, and that's why I actually feel comfortable sharing this example with you. I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. I know it's not that big of a deal. I'm sure many of you do bigger and greater things all the time. I know you have and do. One of my peers actually leaves 100% tip every time she eats out anywhere, 100%, no matter what. I was so inspired by that. I think I actually knew that she did that before I started this um, little thing that I do. So maybe that's what inspired me in the first place. I'm not sure. One of my clients actually has donated a whole research wing to the facility of his choice. I know you're out there doing this in your life already, and you can draw on this example. So I want you to think of those things now. What do you do? Because that's just who you are. Especially, what do you do now that is just who you are that maybe wasn't so easy at one point in your life? Can you think of something that maybe felt like a bit of a stretch in the beginning and now you feel so abundant about it that it's just natural? It's not about what you're going to get in return. It's not about how grateful the other party is. You might not ever even know the full ripple effect. But you do this because it's just who you are. Now, I want you to take a moment and think about how giving from that place of abundance has blessed you. How has it changed your life? How have you grown as a person? Maybe how has your network changed? Maybe your finances have changed? And your growth might not seem like a direct result of this offering you provided, but I promise you, anytime you up-level your way of being in the world, It will have a lasting impact on you, probably more of an impact on you than any person that you're serving, any person that says thank you. So now, can you make the correlation to your personal life? This is where this concept gets a bit more difficult to swallow sometimes. Something I see a lot for my clients is that they work really hard. You're all hard workers, and I commend that. And you also are used to getting rewarded for your hard work. You get positive feedback, you get accolades, you get promotions, you get more money, validation. There's nothing inherently wrong with that either. However, in the type of work we're talking about on this podcast, the reward you think you'll get and the reward you actually receive might be a little bit confusing at first. If you're going to look at the input of your effort in a relationship and you're viewing it as this cosmic vending machine and you input the effort and the desired or hoped for reward doesn't come out, you might get a little bit frustrated at first. A lot of us do this because we work so hard and we want others to work hard too. In fact, many of you are so hard on yourselves that you judge others harshly because you think it will be motivating. (laughs) I think we will talk about this at a different time, but I want you to re-examine that. You sometimes judge yourself so harshly and you think that it has helped you to achieve what you have 
So you in turn judge others harshly and try to motivate them in that way. And I want to offer to you really quick, although that's not what this episode is about, that that almost never works, especially long term. Okay. So when you come into my program and you work your butt off to make some hard changes, of course it makes sense that you hope she'll notice that change. It makes sense that you want her to appreciate you for the changes. And then perhaps maybe she'll make some of her own to show you that she's really invested in the relationship and she's really committed to you. This is the vending machine approach, you guys. It's very normal to want this outcome. It's common to want our progress to be reflected in their responses. Let me say that again. It is common to want our progress to be reflected in their responses. While this is normal to want, it also runs the risk of throwing you into a transactional mindset, not an abundant mindset, not in a way of being mindset. Now, this is going to make some of you a little bit frustrated, and I get that. That's happened on some of my calls. It's triggered a couple of you. Remember, triggers are teachers, so if this triggers you, see if you can just stay with me here and really lean into why it bothers you so much. Let me say, I'm not suggesting that you should do all the work and expect her to never reciprocate, to never appreciate you, or never do any work on herself. That's not what I'm saying at all, so see if you can just stay focused for a second. What I am saying is, if you can get yourself to a place where you decide who you want to be and how you want to show up as a husband, that part really has nothing to do with her. That doesn't mean you allow yourself to be mistreated. It just means that you are behaving in a way that you choose, not in a way that is always dependent on the other person's responses, especially in the beginning. Can you be less attached to her responses and fully invested in your growth. This is where coaching differs a little from therapy, and I realize that. Most therapists will work with both people and try to help them clearly state and meet each other's needs. So then they can come to middle ground. If your partner is all in as and as invested and as aware as you are, this model might work perfectly for you. I hope it will. However, if you've tried that approach and it's coming up flat, These coaching techniques might be the game changer that you've been looking for. I know these tools are what finally made the shifts for me and my relationship. Just to be clear again, I do think you deserve to get your needs met. I do think you also deserve to be treated fairly and lovingly. Please don't think I'm saying that you aren't worthy and deserving just as much as she is. It's just that if you come into this work with her changing as your focus, or if you use her responses as your measuring stick of how well your progress is going, you'll never even get your feet off the ground. Especially in the beginning, most of us should expect that we will be doing the lion's share of the self-reflection. And this is self-centered, guys, in the best possible way. In the beginning, expect to be doing the lion's share of the self-reflection. Now, that being said... Hopefully, this is where some of you can take a deep breath and feel my love for your side of this. As you grow yourself and as you develop a more abundant mindset in your marriage, of course, you're going to have important conversations with her. 
Of course, you're going to make requests that are important to you. And then you get to decide what your abundant self chooses to tolerate in the marriage or not. That's also part of a mature and abundant relationship. But in the beginning, before you've made it to that place of self-reflection, before you've become aware of those blind spots or those areas of growth, and then you go in just saying, you know, I just want her to change and not look at yourself, that's where we get into some dicey territory, okay? A transactional approach says, I have done this bit of effort, now I expect to see X, Y, and Z from you. A transactional approach is coming into your own growth journey with the expectation of her change being the end result. And this can be super frustrating for you. It's also super frustrating for her, but it's also going to make things seem more difficult for you. An abundance in relationships is this. I will be this kind of person who I choose to be because it's who I want to be no matter what, no matter who I'm with in a relationship. This is who I will be. As I embody who I want to be in this relationship, I can then make decisions and requests from that more aligned version of myself, from that more self-aware version of myself. I think this is interesting, and hopefully you can um, see how this applies here, but some of you have told me that you would much rather make a million dollars for yourselves than have someone give you a million dollars. Why? Why would that be? Seems so much easier and more efficient if somebody gave it to you, right? When you're a person who is the embodiment of a million dollar person or million dollar ideas and habits, you can enjoy the journey of creating it. You can feel the confidence of being that million dollar man. You get to recreate it whenever you want. You are in charge of your abundance if you are the essence of a million dollar earner. If someone else gives it to you and you don't have the mindset to hold it, you could lose it all. You could have it and be scared to death of losing it all. And that won't be much fun either. You might have it and have no idea how to invest it, have no idea how to grow it, have no idea how to enjoy it. If you don't hold the essence of being a million dollar man and somebody gives it to you, it's not going to feel very good and you're probably going to live in a lot of fear. Most of you would rather be the million dollar man than have someone give you the million dollars and have no freaking clue how to handle it. Really think about that for a minute. Wouldn't you rather be the embodiment of that more solid version of yourself in your relationship as well, rather than have your wife try to validate you, often falsely, right? Because you know what's going to happen. You're going to live in fear. Well, she might not be attracted to me, or we might not keep this up, or, or, or whatever you're afraid of. If your sense of self is in someone else's hands, it will not feel good. However, from this place of being, you have more confidence. And to be honest, from this place of being who you choose to be, you might choose to leave the relationship. Sometimes that is certainly warranted. But from this more mature version of yourself, you will also know that you'll be able to handle your own emotions no matter what. You can make requests of her from this more abundant self without so much fear and worry about what it does to the ego or what it does to those weaker parts of you. 
why wouldn't you want to grow yourself into the person you choose to be? You are the person who you spend the most time with. When you grow yourself, you get to be the person you're proud of all day long. You can't escape you. While it might feel better to think, I want to do this work and have her reciprocate and have her change, when you take full responsibility for yourself, you get to enjoy that. Now, you won't ever do this perfectly. I don't think any of us do. I definitely do not do this perfectly even now. But if you have this in your awareness to be on the lookout for transactional love and transactional attempts to change her behavior, you're going to be much further ahead than most. When you feel this transactional thinking come up, have some compassion for yourself, first of all. It doesn't mean that you've made no progress or that you're a bad person. It just means that you're human And your efficiency brain thinks it would be way easier if she were more aware and willing to see things your way. And in some ways, it would be easier. But it also might negate your ability to grow into that beautiful, abundant state of being where you get to gain that confidence. You get to hold your head up high. You get to trust yourself more. That is the gift you get to live with every day. It is the gift you give yourself that you get to take everywhere. From a place of abundance and full acceptance on your part, you will be much more equipped to make requests and decisions about the future of your relationship. And bonus, you get to walk around all day hanging out with this awesome, confident, super cool version of yourself. Okay guys, that's what I have for you this week. I will talk to you next time. And if you wanna get on my calendar, make sure you see the link below. Thank you.